We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That at one point was sitting at 7-5-1 and, and having a chance to make the playoffs is the potential sale of the Washington franchise and no one has done a better job of being all over it than A.J. Perez from Front Office Sports. A.J., Pete and Chris here in D.C. Appreciate a few minutes today, my friend. How are you? Yes, I'm doing well. I just, just, just got off the phone with one of my sources. So. Well, 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 I mean, well, that's good. What did he tell you? <laughs> did he tell you that Chris and Pete are buying the Commanders for the low, low price of $5.1 billion? Because nobody wants to pay the $7 billion plus that Forbes was circulating? Oh, oh yeah. Well, you and I have theories on why and why Forbes got yes. that. Um, but yeah, yes. there's, there's, yeah, this is like the second silly season. Like the first silly season was Byron Allen and RG three. Now we're kind of after the first round of bids. Now the jockey, and this is like some high level poker at this point, where um, you know, they're Bezos is still in the mix, or at least the bank wants him to be in the mix. So you're going to see names out there um, that you know, while they are in the running and they are interested. Um, you know, the, the, but ranking them at this point is pretty, pretty. It's I would I wouldn't say it's irresponsible by any means, but it's kind of early still. I mean, we don't really know everything yet, and I think the names you've heard mentioned, they are you know they they, they are interested. Now whether whether they're gonna you know go above six point three billion, you know, or if the or if uh, Bezos gets 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 into the game, you know, that's that could all change things. AJ, is it a case of? And maybe look, these the rich people are rich for a reason. They know what they're doing in terms of acquisition. Uh, you know, Jeff didn't come in here and essentially set the market and bid against himself. He's kind of let the market establish itself. Is this a case exactly. now where he and maybe other investors he's working with look at the numbers and go, "Hey, this is workable for us," and and maybe maybe formulate a bid in the second round of bidding that's coming up. Yeah, and it's also it's you know without setting it, having Bezos uh, set the price, you know that's uh, you know that's why these well, there's there's two reasons that and also the stadium issue it's kind of kept the price a little more little little more uh, on the lower end of the estimates than the rosy eight billion dollar uh, uh, estimates people threw out there initially. Um, you know there is a, you know there's still there's we don't know what Bezos Bezos is going to do and you know there is animus go towards Snyder. I don't think Bezos. I'm not sure if there's if it goes back the other way, but you know there. That's going to be that's going to if you know this if you know, those feelings will could could cost Snyder you know bill, not let's say billions but hundreds of millions of dollars if right. if uh, if uh, Bezos doesn't bid or doesn't feel like a bid would be welcome. Yeah, see, this is what I can't figure out. Is, is this a business strategy like we were just kind of alluding to, like not setting the market? Now I'm going to jump in. You know, we had heard mid to late January is when he was expected to make a bid. But again, there was never any confirmation from Bezos or Jay-Z or anybody. So I can't figure out that part of it. But then the other part of it is, you know, with this animus between or, you know, this hatred from Dan because he looks at the Washington Post as the outlet that took him down, which is partially true, but not really true. Um, Can Bank of America, who has been running this whole boondoggle, you know, can they say to Dan, look, um, Dan, like this guy wants to pay you $7.5 billion, whereas nobody else is topping $6.3 billion. Like, can they say that or can they act oh, on, yeah. the ex- on the executive order of Dan? Like if Dan and Tanya have said, I don't care if he offers $10 billion, Jeff Bezos is not bidding for this team, is not winning the bid. Like, I, do we know how that process even remotely works? 
yeah, this 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 isn't Twitter. You know, this isn't a public company. Satter can do whatever he wants. If Satter has instructed Bank of America, and I have no idea if this has happened, but if Satter said under no circumstances am I going to let Bezos buy my team, or this is the number that he has to hit, we don't know about them. We don't, you know, we don't know that. Now, any normal situation where someone's going to give you more money for a used car than somebody else, and you kind of hate that guy, but it's a used car anyway, and it's kind of all beaten up. I mean, I'll just you know take take the higher offer, right? Right. Yeah, well, right, right. You basically get in bed with somebody sleazy if it benefits you financially or situation-wise. Yeah, I wouldn't say, yeah, and I wouldn't say sleazy for Bezos. I don't know. Well, no, <laughs> I, know no, no, I, I didn't, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean that. I mean, but, yeah, you're right. Oh, I know, yeah, sorry. Although there yeah, are plenty yeah, of yeah, accusations so, yeah, about Bezos. I mean, you know, and again, yeah. maybe it's possible, I don't know, maybe it's possible that Bezos just looked around and said, you know what? I'm not interested in buying that mess of an organization where the fan base has gone from 90-plus thousand to 55,000. I'm not interested in that. Uh, I'd rather buy the Seahawks when they become available. Or, yeah. or here's the other thing. the And I wouldn't put it past anybody. You know, the NFL is a – I mean, you talk about a sleazy business. I wouldn't put it past Raj to say, listen, Jeff, we're not going to approve anybody but you. You know, or, oh. or, or, or like, sit, that, sit this round, sit this round out, Jeff. We got you. Don't worry. The window is, you know, like there's all sorts of things that could be happening here behind the scenes. They're, they, they, they're going to need Bezos. I mean, there's only, you know, when you, when you need two billion, even at 6.3 billion, that's almost $2 billion at 30% of liquid assets you need to buy an NFL team. That this that they're going to run out of billionaires, and they and they're going to. They, I've mentioned this before, and that's why, you know, the valuations have increased. But you need someone to buy the franchises for that valuations to continue to increase, or else these are all fake numbers. You know, until a team sells for as we saw how much the Broncos sold for, until a team sells for that much, you don't really know how much your team is worth. We're getting to a point where you need pretty much need Bezos at some point in the future, if not for the Commanders or the Seahawks or whoever else team goes on down the road they're gonna need them to set the market because right now it's like even they're setting their tv deals we don't really see possibly seahawks coming next we don't see a lot of franchises changing hands very often but you know you need to 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 to, to buy these teams you need 30 percent liquid assets and that's it's that's they're gonna to have to address this pretty soon because we're at a point where we're we may have 20 to 50, 25 um U.S. billionaires who can, who can afford an NFL team at this point. AJ, you bring up an interesting point on that in the fact that we've also seen a potential national sales stall. Both yes. things have interesting caveats, which seem to be holding it up. Uh, Washington, in terms of football, clearly, uh, you know, potential new stadium, where it can be built. Uh, what kind of public financing might come in? Maybe even the fact that Dan might be petty enough to turn away from a Bezos bid, uh, even if it means taking less money. The national sales certainly, you know, being held up by uh, the TV portion of it with the masks and stuff. Are, are we getting to the point overall where owning a professional sports franchise isn't necessarily as glamorous to some of these people, despite the fact in both sports you can basically print money from the time yeah. you start your ownership. Yeah, it is like this. And even even the potential sale of the Orioles. The Orioles and the Nats are in the same situation. But you, first of all, one's a plaintiff, one's a defendant, and, and, the, and the Masson lawsuit. But also that it's they don't own their own stadiums. That depresses the market. And it, when, you, when, when you see the commanders, they do have their own stadium, but it's outdated. And you got to spend at least $3 billion. I think it's closer to $4 billion for a new dome stadium that they want. And that's pretty much just maybe that covers the land possibly, but and the construction costs. But you're going to need public financing. So is that what's what's kind of different here is Dan Snyder and the six, lack of, lack of success of the team has even with the new owner that new owner's going to have to build up trust before any public money comes his way. Mm -hmm. And it's probably not. It's definitely like it won't come his way from D.C. unless they change some rules there. It could come from Virginia or Maryland. So, but that's a lobbying effort, and we saw how much lobbying Snyder did. It didn't get anything out of it last year in Virginia. You can follow AJ Perez on Twitter. Great follow. Lots of great information. At by AJ Perez. At by, B-Y, AJ Perez. Also read him in frontofficesports.com. Uh, and, uh, again, broke the news about Jeff Bezos and just talking about the stadium situation. Um, 
So I, I don't know if you know anything on this. Uh, I can't remember if you wrote about it. Uh, there's so much news. Uh, oh, yeah, you did. Um, about Todd Bowley. That name emerged as a front runner late last week, right? Uh, he's yes. the co-owner yeah. of the Lakers, Dodgers, Sparks. He's from uh, this area. Uh, and now all of a sudden, J.P. Finley late last night says, nope, he's out of it. Uh, now, we know yeah. he's not the only name that, again, is still poking around. But between Ispia, the former Michigan State, guy that bought the Phoenix Suns, Bowley, and maybe Bezos, is it, like, to your point, they might be running out of billionaires, not that they're out, but they are running out of some options if Bezos truly stays out of it, and if Bowley, as reported by JP, is out of it. I mean, they're running out of some options here. Yeah, well, and I wouldn't totally, I mean, I I don't doubt JP's report that he's been on top of this as well. Um, and I think there's probably a less likelihood of Bully getting it. Bully's in Bully and Josh Harris and his partner Dave Blitzer, um, who own the the Devils and the Sixers. Right. They look at every franchise that comes on the market. Right. They 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 look at everything. Um, and they, they bid for the Broncos. Always, they bid for the Broncos exactly. too, right? Okay. Pretty much, yeah. And pretty much any sports franchise that looked at the Suns, any any well, it would kind of be hard with the Suns. They would, I mean, they have to divest, but they didn't look at the Suns. But they but they, they but but they. But they look at every franchise that comes on the market, and that includes Premier League teams. So, you know that there. So, you know, there's there's two or three groups: Clearwater Capital guys being being part of it too. And they look at everything that everything that comes on the market. Now, they have the money, they have the interest, uh, but do they have? You know, are they going to go through with it? That's where the part we're at now is. Um, you know, they were at the due diligence phase. And, you know, this is the negotiating part, and you know, I don't. You know, we we'll, we'll we'll know something probably over the next month. But you know, right now it's just a lot. Bankers are talking, talking to reporters, and reporters um, are relaying that information. Um, and I think I'm not saying it's inaccurate at all, but it's kind of like we're the whole thirst for information. And like I I, I broke the story Sunday, and like everybody's asking, "What's next?" I'm like, "Dude, it took me like a week and a half to get this." Right. I mean, it's been hard. <laughs> right. it's, this is a this is a tough. I'm like, you guys like, when's the next round of video? I'm like, Dude, I, I don't even. I didn't even. I didn't even know until CBS Sports broke that broke that it, that was it was uh, December twenty third. This is how it's very hard to get this information, and that's why I think we're we're at that phase where we're going to know fairly soon, two or three, four or five weeks maybe. But it's kind of you know this is all they're 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 all you know talking buying closed doors, and what we hear in the media, um, you know there could be some you know there's could be reasons why we're hearing it. AJ, with the propensity of an organization that in the past has not been afraid to leak material, uh, surprised that this, especially from the Bank of America folks, that they've been able to keep this as under wraps as uh, they have. And do we have an idea of how many rounds of bidding uh, we're expecting uh, in this before you know they meet a price and maybe there's a price that Dan and Bank of America have in mind that as soon as they get that price, they ring the bell? Yeah, um, I think there's. I don't know if the second round. It's 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 pretty fluid. I mean, Bank of America's trying to get the most money, um, maybe outside of the business money, um, that that they can for the franchise. So that's their duty is because they get a cut of it. So they, you know, they're going to be trying. You know, they're they're going to be talking to the right people, talking to you know the five or six that that are in it, reaching out back to Bezos if there's a way entry in for him to get into it. You know, that's what they're doing. Um, and um, so there's. So there's a, uh, you know, there's there, there's a lot of bargaining going on. Um, just because it's quiet doesn't mean that, that there's nothing happening. AJ Perez again with us at by AJ Perez on Twitter. Front Office Sports wrote the Bezos uh, primary based article. Um, in terms of, um, I, it, and I guess with with the stadium whole thing. Uh, I guess the cheapest way to build a stadium to keep it maybe south of $4 billion, maybe in the two and a half to 3 billion range would be to, uh, it would be to build it on the FedEx field property footprint, right? Because they already own that land. And I think it was your article. I can't remember. I've read so many different things (laughs) about the Ashburn site. Where they could pit, where where they could sell that. I think that this was, or maybe it was JP's. I, I again, I can't remember. I think that was JP's. Yeah, JP's yeah. right. Where they could sell the Ashburn site, get a couple of, uh, you know, however, whatever they could get for for that. You can build ten more data centers in Ashburn. Right. Great. Yeah. Which, right. There aren't enough of those exactly. But but I think the most, you know, like if you're looking to not spend ten billion dollars plus meaning a new owner between the sale price and the new stadium complex. If you're looking at that, the the most 
financially prudent plan seems to be to build on the land oversight. Is that right? Yeah. Or, you know, you could sell or, you know, this whole the the plan was for one of the three sites to be housed the um, the the head team headquarters as well. Oh, right, right, and, right, right. And the practice facility. So you can sell that Ashburn land. You can sell the FedEx land. And that's a lot of money. I mean, that's not insignificant. Um, but, you know, but you have to have that stadium site and you have to get that going. Because um, you can't sell, you, you can't sell, or you can't really sell FedEx until you're done there. Um, you know, you could probably get enter, enter into a deal once construction starts in the new stadium and there's a completion date um, or a tentative one. You know, you can, then you can move forward with the sales of, of, of that land. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's not, you know, the, the real estate that the team has, it, you know, is fairly significant and pretty and pretty valuable. AJ, from the people you're talking to, based on what the Broncos went for and where the alleged first round of bidding went here for Washington, fair value. And we're probably going to, I would imagine it's going to go up a little bit more. How much, yeah. you know, would be, you know, exponentially, but um, you know, do we believe that there this is fair value based on what the Broncos went for in your mind? I think so. I think if it, if it, if it goes six point three to six point eight, even to, even close to seven, that is close to seven. Uh, yeah, that's that's that would be you know that's that's going to be definitely a, that's that's a worldwide franchise sale record um, already. So that's a lot of money. Um, and Insider uh, was never hurting for money anyway, but um, and he spent a lot of time in London, which I still. Have not figured out why. Um, so there's, uh, so that's, uh, so there's, um, you know, there's that. So I think, uh, yeah, I think there's, uh, you know, I think six point, you know, six point five to six point eight would be my. It, that's just a guess. I would even, maybe a, an educated estimate there. Uh, you mentioned the London thing. Is there? Yeah. I, and and I know you haven't wrote this or whatever, but we know that the league has wanted to expand internationally. They play like five games or whatever. Yeah. Is there any chance? Any chance that Dan is hoping, hey, if I can incorporate in London, if I can move on, <laughs> I can sweet talk Raj and then the boys to let me move and stay in order and move to London <laughs> with the commanders, baby. <laughs> Any chance of that? Uh, yeah, there's like there's like probably eight franchises that will never move. This is one of them. I mean, there's no zero chance of that happening. I mean, really? Green Bay is another one, New York okay. Giants. There's there's certain franchises that will never ever ever leave. Even Buffalo was flirting with you know, moving wherever. Um, not going to happen. Um, so there's the, the the league will not do that. And the chances of him becoming an expansion franchise and 33rd, 30, 34th team down the road, man, I don't know. This uh, let's uh, let's see that some really positive PR after he sells. I don't see that happening. AJ, we'll let you out on this. Uh, do you feel that uh, a timeline settling somewhere maybe in the month of March uh, is is prudent at this point, uh, especially look, if you're Ron and the team trying to do football business, um, you would want this wrapped up as soon as possible. So uh, is that even reasonable to think that this could, could get done and we could get eyes dotted and T's crossed by sometime in March? No, I think that'd be very, that, that's that even when the, when back in November, when this was announced, I thought that would be rosy. That'd be a very, very quick timeline. It's still outside chance. Maybe a, 20, 30% chance that, that it could be done. We'll see first, it, it, first it has to go to the uh, financial committee, the NFL's financial committee made up of owners. And then, then it goes to the full 24 votes. And uh, first we're going to need, you know, who we're going to know who's, who, who is the candidate. If Snyder sells, we don't even have that yet. So it's like, if, you know, Snyder still has, you know, I've been getting no comments out of um, the commanders. I started working on the story Friday and I got, that's, that's when I got the no comment. Um, so, uh, you know, that's, I think that's we're gonna you know they're gonna probably have to call a special uh, owners meeting like they did back in August for the Broncos to approve Walt, um, to approve Rob Walton where everybody flew into Minnesota to take that vote. Um, you know I think it's I think it's it will it'll likely happen after March, but I'm, I think we we'll know where it's going by March. We just I don't know if it'll be in in uh, in a forum for approval by um, by the finance committee and the twenty four owners at that point. So here's what they can do. They can approve it on June 1st, and then uh, and then the new owner will come in, sweep the carpet, uh, get rid of everybody, and they'll hire Sean Payton on July 4th weekend. <laughs> <laughs> if Sean Payton's still around, um, yeah, that's interesting. I think that I think we're I think you know I think Martin Martin Mayhew's I think I think Martin Mayhew and uh, and Rivera I think they they push back. I saw they push back to um, Rivera's talk. Rivera's talk with Snyder's been, been pushed back to later this week. It was supposed to happen yesterday. 
Uh, yeah, I think I think Rivera and those, and I think we're going to have the same same regime um, starting the season. I think yeah. it's going to be no. It, I don't think they're going to blow it up. I think it's just because we're talking about they're scouting for the combine now and everything else, and then the then 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 the drafts coming up. I, it'd be very. I wouldn't say irresponsible, but it would be very odd for them to to blow everything up. Now they're not going to trade for Russell Wilson like the Broncos no, did. Not going to hire a coach. They already. They already. See, that's tri- the downside. They already tried everything that bad idea, did. AJ. Yeah, every, everything the Broncos did was like opposite of what's what had happened in other sales, where you just kind of you know status quo. You know, a new owner gets approved. Get they get their feet wet. They get they understand. They mm-hmm. they get a lay of the franchise before making yeah. changes. You know, the the Broncos made a lot of changes and they had to, um, but they didn't have to trade for Russell Wilson. But they but they made a lot of changes and now the new ownership is stuck with them. And now now they have to unwind that. AJ, appreciate the hustle, man. Keep up the great work, and uh, certainly as uh, events warrant, we'll definitely have you back in. Appreciate the time this Thanks, morning. Thanks, AJ. No problem. Thanks for having me on. You got it. AJ, AJ Perez, Perez from front office sports as always. And again, as I said, it appears right now he and Finley seem to be the two yep. guys that are bringing the most information to you uh, right now uh, and are worth following in terms of chasing uh, this story. And think about it now. Unless there's another Walmart heir we're not thinking about, somebody in that family that you know says, hey, I, I can go on a football team too. You're talking about a franchise that's already got an asking price of $6.3 billion. Broncos went for four six, so well not not asking price. Bid, well, that's submitted where, bid price. That's where we're at right now, right. though. But remember, remember when Dan and his minions leaked to Forbes, who and Mike Ozanin, who reported yeah. the initial news. Oh, we have we have reportedly received offers, quote unquote, well north. That's how I said. That's why. Billion. But that's why I said to AJ. You know, this organization has never been afraid to leak quote information. Right. But what did I? What did I tell you a couple weeks ago? They've done a reasonably good job of keeping this stuff yeah. quelled behind the scenes. But I, I, I tried, I tried to tell you this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but ago. you thought it was going to be somewhere in the fives, and uh, we, you said well, I, you thought. Did it was I say fives? Yes, you oh, were in okay. like the five, three, five, no, five. Yes, no. Oh yes, go no, back and no, listen no, to no, the no, tape. No, 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 no. Go back and listen to I the tape. I don't ever remember saying five, three. Yes, sir. Now I, I was just convinced that it was not going to be seven point five billion. I, I thought I said you know around six billion, maybe no, six and a half billion. Up, we still may end up around seven before it's all over. Maybe, with. maybe. But here's what I question know. Question is how aggressive? Here's what I how know. How aggressive are the people that are still remaining maybe. in this process? Well, and does Bezos come in yes. like he's playing whack a mole at the arcade and he, hit him with the whack a mole hammer at the here's end? Here's what I know. They were not getting the bids that they wanted. They leaked to Forbes. Hey, hey, don't look over here. We're, we're getting bids. No, we're getting bids. Somebody well, called well Dan, north of seven billion. Somebody called Dan the other day we're, and said seven. I'm million. telling you, you, you like, but you know what though? That doesn't mean maybe, maybe Dan has had people approach in the business world with that. But they didn't necessarily put in a bid maybe. in that first process because they wanted to see. Where that money was, maybe now but you, some but you of know those what, bidders but, can come in and know that if they if they were willing to pay that much, they would know now that that number yes. is good enough to get it done. But maybe if you're Dan, you're like, you know what? What the bleep is going on say, over here? Be careful there, pal. I know. I almost did it. I thought what you were the, getting ready to. What the five guys is going on over here? Thought you were getting ready to pull a Pat McAfee on me there. <laughs> I mean, just see. By the way, Maddie's wearing his five guys ugly I Christmas see sweater. That. Um. Maybe Dan just looked around and said, "Wait a second, where's all the money? Where, wait, what's going on here? Wait, why is this guy bidding six point oh five billion dollars? No, man, I want seven point five billion because I still owe uh, two and a half billion dollars to the NFL or whatever it is. Still better than what the Broncos got at four point six. Your phone calls the rest of the way. Dumb dumb of the day is twenty five minutes away. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. We'll talk to you next right here on the Team Nine Eighty and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Let's get out to the phones. Talk to our man Jeff in Vienna, who's now breathing a sigh of relief. What's up, Jeff? Morning, guys. Uh, quick shout out to Jay for the comment about the Cowboys overexposure. I think it must be in the TV contract that they have to show Jerry in the owners' box and in the locker room and. Jane Slater has to be on the NFL Network eight hours a day, and I think everybody's beyond tired of it. Obviously, uh, so. yeah, you, you know, you know what 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 um, everybody's all triggered by Al Michaels and how boring he was and and how muted he was and whatnot over the weekend. And I, I mean, you know, like people are talking about Tony Dungy, like Tony Dungy's ever been exciting. Last night, late night, right as. Uh, after the Bucks don't connect on that long pass up the sideline to Mike Evans, which would have made it somewhat interesting, Joe Buck goes, you know, as the Cowboys offense comes back on the field after they make a fourth down stop, turnover on downs, he goes, and now we get to talk more about the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm like, strike out the bad Joe. That's why you yeah. get paid 15 bazillion dollars a year to piss yeah. everybody off. And what does Stephen A. Smith do now? Now that the Cowboys have shown some onions and won a huge game. I guess he'll show he up in, uh, what, fa- San Francisco garb yeah, this guess. week. I guess. I yeah, I, I, I think, you know, in, in speaking of um, good calls, the Tirico call of the fumble return was amazing. Oh, that was a great and, call. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah, he, he was really, really excited. Um, I think, you know, number one, we got out of the game with a win against the dirtiest team in the league. And, <laughs> uh, you know, we lost an offensive lineman. Um, I had no idea that horse collar tackle in the pocket was allowed. So I guess we got to wait till Hertz or Allen or Mahomes or Burrow breaks a leg or blows out his knee before they call that. Um, and I want Robert in Annapolis. I need you to explain to me John Harbaugh's clock management between a minute 10 left in the game and 22 seconds left in the game. Uh, it worked out very, very well for us. But, you know, we didn't play well. Defense carried us again on to Buffalo on Sunday, and uh, that probably would be the game of the weekend, I would have to think. Well, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, and, you know, it would only be uh, – the only bigger game would be the winner of that game playing the Chiefs in Atlanta – for the AFC championship game. So, yeah. You know. And we got a break. I, I was convinced they were going to put us at eight fifteen on Saturday on a short week, but I'm very happy to have three o'clock on Sunday uh, with a full week under our belt. Definitely. Yep. No doubt about it. Jeff, appreciate it. Three, one, two, three, Oh, zero, nine, 80. Let's go to line number three. Our guy juniors in Fort Meade. What's up junior. Good morning, fellas. I'm going to be quick because Chris is going to yell at me at the end. Um, first, <laughs> first of all, Kirk Cousins, I don't know who dinked his dunk more, you or Kevin Sheehan, but you guys, he has gotten that reputation because he is on that reputation. He's not a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He can't win when it's most important. He's shown it over and over again. Has he won a playoff game? No. Has went 
Yes. Wasn't it last year he won his first primetime game? No, he won a playoff game on the road in New Orleans. Just let's correct the record. Okay, I'm sorry. So one playoff game. So what is he, one in three in the playoffs now? So Something like that. 20 in prime time? June 18 in prime yeah, time? Yeah, I don't care about prime time. I, so stop with no these Kirk Cousins. Well, he's a good quarterback. He's not great. He's just he, he's earned a reputation that he has. Um, as far as the commanders go, you called the ownership sale ridiculous, messy, debacle, time and time again. Is it the ownership that's messy, or is it the media who's gotten every story wrong about the own the sale of the team wrong so far that's making this whole thing messy. Whether it's Bezos was the front runner to Todd Bowley was the latest guy mm. that I I even got excited about that because I like Scott Abraham, but he was apparently he was way off. So all of this is not one story so far the media has put out, whether it was the seven billion dollar thing and I don't care who leaked it, nothing has been right so far. So what makes you think that uh, AJ Perez has been right about anything. Mm. I know you guys like him, but has he been right about anything he's written about the team yet? Uh, yeah, he's been right plenty of times. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's right I, about I, this. I mean, I, okay, I mean, so explain to me when has he been right? Because I, I, I tried to remember some of the things that, like, all the things that are going on. Because when you said it was messy and it, Dan Snyder, the, the ownership thing was messy, it's like, I don't remember. Dan Snyder coming out, or Ron Rivera, or anybody else coming out saying anything. Well, it's been Junior, reported uh, by the media. But, but Junior, here's Every the problem. Junior, here's the problem. A, those guys are never, ever, ever commenting on the record, number one. Number so two, where is this coming from? Junior, Where's all Junior coming from? I told you where it's coming from. The seven bill, the reports of $7 billion, north of $7 billion, are coming directly from Dan and his people trying to hike up the price. So That's where it's coming from. And they, and, they, and they found Forbes and Mike O'Zanon, who's willing to print whatever he tells them. That's it. So all these That's people, where these okay, stories if, come from. So everybody knows Dan Snyder's reputation. So why would anybody write a story that Dan Snyder gives them, hand feeds them? Why would anybody put their reputation on the line? Because it moves the, that, because it moves the needle. Because it gets clicks. Because it justifies so your from it, here it, maybe, it, but nowhere else. Right, but right, but again, I mean, Junior. I mean, I once had a TV guy say, "Look, you know, right now." I need people to click on my tweets because my news director think that's that's what makes me popular or not popular right now. I mean that that's how absurd some people look at social media and articles that are being written and everything like that. Fair enough. So what I will say about this now, I look at you two guys, uh, Pete. I trust you one hundred percent. Whatever you say, I know you've thought about it. Chris, when it comes to Chris on certain things, I know he gets emotional and he'll just blurt out something. <laughs> but I had this, I had this place about Chris. I have this thing about Chris where I love the guy because I know he, nothing he says is spiteful or anything. So whenever he talks and I know he's being emotional, I kind of let it go. But sometimes I just got to call it out. Like every story so far I've read has been 100% wrong. Nothing has been right about anything. And I keep following it. And I'm just trying to get a glimpse of what is going on. Yeah. And nothing so far is making sense. I'm not telling you that a lot of these stories then. Thank you, Junior. I'm not telling you a lot of these stories haven't been wrong in some way. Again, let me let me just paint the scene. Okay. Not all of them have been wrong. Number one. Number two, you are, Pete, you know this. You are often, no matter how many sources you have, no matter how much checking you do, you are often a prisoner of what you are told. Okay. It's not like reporter, fill in the blank, goes to secret location in Ashburn and finds a buried treasure underneath the ground and he's the only one that finds the buried treasure on the ground underneath the ground with a map with a with a map with a pirate on it. it's it, it doesn't work that way what wh- how it works is again somebody from Dan Snyder's uh regime office whatever calls you and says hey I'm so and so you know, I've got this story for you. Uh, you know, gives you some information. Then you say, "Okay, well, how do I know that this is 
something legitimate and I'm not being played. But that's the you- risk. That's the risk that you run, as you know, because you have often yes. said there are things you are told that you feel that you must, as much as you'd like to spout them out there, yeah. you kind of have to, because you know that's something you may only get from one source. Right, and, and even if you get it from burn. multiple sources, right. sometimes that can still be wrong too. Correct, or or people have an agenda, a coerce, um, a a in a and what I call lies, an agenda. And in therein lies, it's the same thing yeah. when agents and or players leak information to Schefter, Ian Rappaport, mm-hmm. all the national guys. When they're trying to, like in this case, you're, we're talking about Dan and the Bank of America folks trying to drum up a market for the team. Same thing happens in free agency. We see it all the time. Yep. You know, as soon as a, a, a coach gets you know, a, a college, fires their coach, all of a sudden Bruce Feldman, all the college football, Pete Thamel, all those guys, a list of the same, no, nine names come out. And Matt Campbell's on them every time. And guess what? Matt Campbell is still at Iowa State. Okay. Same thing happens in the NFL. You know, Sean Payton's name is going to come up on every opening that's out there until, well, wait, Sean, Sean, still with Fox. Okay. I mean, it, it, that's going to happen all the time. Players, when they become a free agent, you know, oh, we're talking to four or five. He's got four or five teams talking to him right now, trying to drum up some urgency in those offers from other teams. It have everybody. Look, for lack of a better term, everybody whores each other out in situations like that. Mm-hmm. What can what can this reporter do for me? Mm-hmm. Getting look, you know, if you're an agent, if Schefter gets it out there, mm-hmm. the whole world sees it. I'm okay? very glad that I don't have to play that game anymore. I hated it. I hated it. Some people love it. I hated it because you never knew who was being 100% authentic. There are a couple of guys that I knew. Never would lead me wrong. Mm-hmm. Would 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 you know? Now maybe they might sensationalize it a little bit. Loving you but, is wrong. I don't want to be right. Yeah, but there were people that you know you just never knew if they were doing it for their own benefit and for their own agenda. And that's that's the danger when you when your job is to get information, proprietary information, or information first. You can easily easily get hoodwinked and sometimes again to to junior's point well not to junior's point to junior's chagrin it's not always the reporter's fault even if you check with multiple sources and multiple people and whatnot it's not always let's go to we've got two of russell's foils on the line which one shall we take first we'll take chris in hyattsville since he's been on hold for a long time what's up chris What's up, guys? How you doing? Happy New Year. Hi, Chris. Hi. Uh, no, I don't have any, uh, you know, venom for you today. I just I had a question because RG3 has really turned into this, like, media dynamo. Yeah. Uh, he's all over television. He He's on the junks in the morning. But I just get the feeling that the guy is, is full of baloney. I mean, now he's coming out and saying that he knew he had his ACL torn. Yeah and played anyway, and that no one was there to tell him or advise him not to do that. Right. Chris, you were there. You remember the situation. I feel like wasn't his father in his ear all the time. Oh, yes. I mean, to Absolutely. me, RG3 was his own worst enemy. Absolutely. I mean, like in that game against Seattle, my, my remembrance, and maybe I'm wrong, is like he tweaked the knee or whatever it was uh, right around or on the play of the second touchdown, which I think, by the way, went to Logan Paulson to make it 14 nothing, And he he maybe, like, tweaked it. But he's – unless I misinterpreted what he said, he's basically saying he, he tore the ACL on that, you know, early in that game and then played no, no, on no, no, no. it. This morning on the junks, he oh, said I didn't he hear that. tore the ACL in the Baltimore game and his LCL. Oh, okay. Knowingly, okay. And knowingly played the remainder yeah, of the season with his brace on – I mean, I can't believe the league or the team would clear him, especially Dr. James Andrews, right. without some kind of yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, waiver that. or you know, I, I mean, I just don't believe anything. I, I, I think he's an entertaining guy. I, I don't, I don't buy that because I, I listen. I'll just tell you a quick story. Six days after that incident, I worked out with Robert in Cleveland in the team hotel. There's no chance 
Zero chance he had a torn ACL in in from that hit from Haloti Nada. There's no chance. He was working with I mean, uh, he was working with a team therapist. I remember it. Yeah, no, I mean it was gnarly, but he was working with a team trainer. There's literally no way. I worked out at the same time in Cleveland. I'll, I I don't remember the exact name of the freaking hotel. It was like. 5.30, Saturday afternoon, the day before they played the Browns, the game that he missed that he was pissed off about having to miss. There's zero chance, zero, I'll just say this, zero that he tore his ACL against the Ravens. Well, I mean, a sprain is a tear. He, well, he, I mean, no doubt but I mean, he a fully, it. Yeah, I mean, a fully. I mean, he might have had the same thing Lamar did with like a grade two. Right, but I mean – Okay, so let me back up. The bigger issue I take with him is him suggesting or insinuating that the team didn't look out for him or stop him from right. making a mistake. Yeah. Who was advising him, if not himself? Who was advising RG3 that he had to play? Was he that scared of Kirk Cousins? Was the relationship with Mike Shanahan already frosty at yes. that point? I, I like, think it was. I think it was all bad. I, 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 I and when I say zero percent, I, I guess I should have phrased it better. I'm talking about a full-blown ACL. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, full-blown ACL, mm-hmm. you know, a, a typical 8- to 12-month injury. Right. I'm not talking about, like, a, a partial. But it's just like, and, and you know, when he came out in defense of Lamar, you know, it was funny. Andy Poland over the weekend on Twitter took him to task for, yeah, you know, it. hey, yeah, and that's why you put a brace on and was dragging your leg yeah. up and down the field. Yeah. You know, in that game. Oh, we got to so. get it more into that tomorrow because Michael Vick and Sean Payton actually had sure. some really interesting and strong comments. Paulie, you get the last word. Paulie, go ahead. L to the W. Good Pete, man. What's up, Rufio? I mean, L, you was working out with RG3. <laughs> Paulie, you don't know who I eat. Paulie, you don't know what I do and what I used to do. What you was working out, man. <laughs> Your elbow. <laughs> he was working out with RG3. Look, man, whether it was partially torn or full torn, he was compromised, period. And he did more damage in the Seattle game, period. But, I mean, you can't tell, say a man ain't hurt. The man was hurt. He chose to play. He wanted to play. There's no different from Phillip Rivers choosing to play with a torn ACL. You know what I mean? That's all, but. I, I feel where Chris is coming from, though. It's like this dude can't keep the he, – he always got to have some attention on himself. So I feel where Chris is coming from. What? Right? What? You know, what? Uh, huh? Huh? What? I feel where he's coming oh, from. Oh, okay. RG3 is like okay. he always got to have some type of attention. Yeah. It reminds me of the Monday night game. We played the Eagles, and he's sitting there with Donovan McNabb and Michael Vick. Like he was even half the caliber of those two <laughs> players, man. Get out of here. But anyways, look, man, the playoff, man, Y'all talking about, oh, the Ravens fought the guts out in Miami. and that, You got to think, man, these were divisional games. You know, basically divisional playoff games. They, they in the same division. You know, and, and you know nobody like you know your division. You know what I mean? You see these games that got out of the, 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 out of the division games. You see there was, you know, teams was having a little more problems like, like Tampa Bay. You know what I mean? Like, like once Jacksonville got the playoff jitters out of them, you see, they pretty much put the smackdown on the charges. You know what I mean? Outside of, you know, even even Seattle uh, um, 49ers, Seattle was up at the half. You know what I mean? So when you get these division games in the playoffs, you know what I mean, it makes for better games. You know what I'm saying? But as far as his own and all that stuff go, man, I, I can really care less about that, man. You know what I mean? We're going to hear all this propaganda and all this and all that. He said, she said, until it actually comes down to the nitty-gritty. So, But I really want to take you on a task. Speaking of Lamar, man, why you why you can't keep that man name out your mouth? You got to find – I see you t- tweeted that thing about uh, um, uh, what's the receiver name, man? Sitting in the dark corner. Uh, uh, you're talking about a receiver who can't stay healthy himself. Now, let's put the blame where the blame goes. This is a business. Mm-hmm. NFL is a business. And it's funny how the team always conduct themselves as a business but expect the players to just go along with, oh, do it for your teammates. Why would that man put his career on the line and he don't have a contract, a long-term contract? I mean, I don't have no problem with Lamar did these past – and these past two seasons, 
is an example of that. Paulie, he do, do, you real, do you realize contract. that the Ravens offered him like $270 million before the season? Okay, that's not what he wants. Listen, that's uh, not I what mean, he wants. I mean, don't blame uh, Eric DaCosta and the Ravens. Listen, just, just because that's what they offered him doesn't mean that is acceptable for him. Well, just like that, when we that, offered Kirk Cousins. Fine. Just like when we offered Kirk. Just like when we offered Kirk. Fine. Three million dollars. You, you, you know Bruce what? Allen wanted to come out and tell he, us that. He's got every. You know he, no, I, I understand your point. For him, I understand your point. He's got every right to turn it down, which he did. But, but also, don't sit here and 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 think that people won't be critical of you if oh, you were supposed to be out a week to two weeks, and now you're out six weeks later. Listen, all I'm saying is the organization is supposed to be critical too, and don't don't tell me about you're supposed to be out a week to two weeks because nobody's in the medical staff with them. One thing the Ravens don't do is leak out information. And another thing you can't do is tell a person how they feel about their body. But I can tell you this, man. Your boy Kirk Cousins up, And I don't want to hear nothing else about it. There's enough evidence for it. He's a, he's a decent quarterback, but when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, mm-hmm. he ain't there for you. Right. He's right. going to do it every time. Uh, right. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. Right. Is enough video footage. Hey, Paulie. There's enough game footage. Hey, Paulie. There's enough interceptions. Hey, Paulie. There's enough bad passes. <laughs> hey, Paulie. There's enough bad decisions. I don't want to hear this. Hey, Paulie, go Lawrence kick. Lawrence is bearing down. Paulie. On, man, Paulie. Shut up. Go kick all the rocks. Shut up. For God's sakes. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is like the mouth of the South. Shut up already. He is from the South. He's from Norfolk. He is from the South. Dumb Dumb of the Day is next. The sign I tweeted earlier about the Rooster Studio... It took him two hours, 54 minutes to finally recognize the sign on the wall sitting next to him. I did not notice it because it's behind this big clumsy computer monitor uh, that, and I just tweeted it myself. Um, it says, caution in big letters, area patrolled by the attack rooster security company. <laughs> if you want to see it, go check it out at Pete on Sports. Or no, at wait. At Pete you're, Medhurst. You're, right, at Pete Just Medhurst, my, Pete on my Sports is your subheading. Right. Or at WrestleMania six two one. Uh and um, Kaka Doodle Doo. Yeah, thank you, boys. It's time for you. the dumb dumb of the day. Speaking of Kaka Doodle Doo. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. Uh, I gotta do this quick. Probably not gonna give her the shine that she deserves. Woo! Popular adult entertainer named Ayla? I don't know how to say her name. A-E-L-L-A? Ayla? Not sure. Uh, Once only fans, or fans only, top grossing star with a reported monthly income of $100,000. Oh, my God. She told her fans on Twitter yesterday, verified Twitter account, 130,000 followers... That she did this only 37 times last year in 2022. Do you want to guess what this is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Le- legally, I can't say that. It's not what you think. So it's not. Ah! No, it's not. Definite. Well, uh, well, it's. Purchase AAA batteries. It's. Showered oh, 37 times in a 365 day calendar year. No. Do you no. want to guess how many times she listed that she had sex? Remember, no. somebody making $100,000 on OnlyFans <laughs> or fans only. That's gross. 63 times, oh. which means. Yes. She didn't clean up afterwards. Well, that's one way to say it. Uh, it means, to put it in perspective, she had sex 63 times. She showered 37 times. I'm not brilliant, but 
There's a 26-time difference between how many times she had sex and how many times she showered. Don't be a donk. Yes, that means some partner now has some bacteria, I'm sure. All of this information, I'm going to put it up on Twitter, but available for you at A-E-L-L-A. Some underscore and scratching girl. and yeah, yeah, some <laughs> ointments prescribed for those who may have been with her. And just for that, sweetheart, because you didn't take anywhere close to the amount of showers that any human being should take. You! Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm not like super like OCD or anything, but I'm just cognizant of taking showers. Sometimes I'll take two in a day. Um, you know, one early, one late. That's just kind of the way I am. But, you know, last thing I want people to walk by and go, ooh, that guy stinks. Because you've walked by people that have stunk, right? Yeah. Check out a hockey locker room. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Boy, that's tough. That is tough. That'll do it for us. Doc is up next. Burgundy and gold today right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.